Make sure you wear a condom, Nate Silver. This week, the United States elected a president. More specifically, we re-elected one. This Obama guy, maybe you've heard of him? Regardless of who you voted for, because you did vote, right, asshole? Sorry. You gotta admit, having a half-white, half-black dude as the president of a country that prides itself on being a melting pot is pretty awesome. Nice attention to detail, Mercia. Now, along with the presidential election, there were some other things being voted upon this week. We legalized marijuana in a few states, said gay marriage was cool in some others, decided that a gay senator was cool in one, and told our porn actors to put a rubber on it in another. This is all well and good. This is progress. With the possible exception of the porn star condom thing. Mm, Come on, California. That's just creepy. So yes, progress was made. But despite our black-ish president and our ever-growing tolerance for people from all walks of life, we're still living in the past. It's this electoral college, man. It's keeping us down. For you out-of-towners or just-don't-carers, the Electoral College is what we use to elect our president here in the United States. The way it works is each state is given a certain number of electors based on the number of peeps they have in the Senate and the House, and then those electors actually vote on the president, usually based on how the population of the state they represent voted. Or based on, you know, whatever. No, but seriously, the Electoral College can vote for whoever they want. Less than half the states have laws on the books against so-called faithless electors, and most of those laws only punish the electors after their vote has already been tabulated. So that's awesome. Now obviously this is a simplified version of the Electoral College. In reality, it's far more complicated than everyone votes, than some other people vote for whoever they feel like. We could talk about the intricacies all day, but I just want to outline how the actual votes are tabulated, because it's pretty spectacular and it seems to be based on superstition. I am not making any of this up. This is actually how we elect our president. So on the Monday after the second Wednesday in December, each state's electors complete a certificate of vote accompanied by a certificate of ascertainment containing their vote. These certificates are copied six times, which is like more than in triplicate, it's like sextuplicate, and mailed to a variety of offices in Washington. Clearly the Postmaster General had a hand in this legislation to sell some extra stamps. In Washington, some dude who works for the President of the Senate collects all the votes and puts them in two mahogany boxes, Alabama through Missouri in one and Montana through Wyoming in the other. The envelopes stay sealed until Congress opens them nerd Christmas style on January 6th of the following year to determine who the next president of the United States will be. You know, two months after Wolf Blitzer has already called the election. Wow. Okay, just need to get that out there. I know of no one who is a fan of the Electoral College. Well, aside from developers of those blue state, red state map apps all the TV dudes use in the night of the election, they're probably pretty into it. Oh, and that Nate Silver guy from the New York Times seems to be borderline in love with it. And, well, obviously the actual electors of the Electoral College are probably okay with it. Talk about a cushy job, right? Once every four years you've got to turn on CNN the day after the election and find out who you're supposed to vote for? Not a bad gig, no? Gotta get in on that. Fine, so there are some people who are into the Electoral College, but those are people with vested interests. They have vests. The rest of us have no such vests. 
We're vestless, and a lot of us are disenfranchised. Three-quarters of the country thinks their vote doesn't count because they don't live in a swing state. Personally, I don't agree with that, but I see their point. Back in 1970, we almost got rid of the Electoral College. Nixon was game and everything, but a bunch of the smaller states thought it would marginalize their influence on the election. Because the Electoral College doesn't already do that? Stupid small states. Now, some of you might argue that this isn't the time to be talking about ditching the Electoral College. We need to move on, .org, from the election that has dominated the national consciousness for two years and let our elected officials actually do some elected official-type things for a change. To that I say, this is the perfect time to talk about ditching the Electoral College. It's still on everyone's mind, everyone actually sort of has an idea how it works at the moment, and it's just going to bum everyone out again in 2016 when they remember their vote doesn't make a difference unless they live in Ohio or Florida and their IQ is in the single digits. So what's the plan? No, really, what's the plan? I'm asking. Don't look at me, I have no plan. This is all you guys, I'm just the idea man. I'm delegating you guys to take care of it. You're my electors, if you will. I'll be over here not actually doing anything, and then when it comes time to do something, I'll listen to what you've come up with and then do something else. Sound like a plan? No? Okay, fine. Here are some ideas to get you going. Whoever wins the popular vote becomes president. Simple. Ties are settled via a Miss America-style swimsuit competition. More like Commander in Briefs, right, ladies? We flip a coin. In the event of a viable third-party candidate, we still flip a coin, but the only way the third-party candidate gets elected is if the coin lands on its edge, like in that episode of The Twilight Zone with Dick York. We elect Dick York. We ditch the Electoral College, but keep the mahogany boxes that the Certificate of Votes are kept in, because, hey, mahogany. Note. This will not result in an elected official. We keep the Electoral College, but electors don't vote for president. Instead, it turns into a Hunger Games-style fight to the death where the final surviving elector gets to choose the president. Note, this will only work once. I'm just spitballing here. You guys figure it out and get back to me on the second Tuesday after the Thursday before Thanksgiving in September. In 2016. And don't call. Just send me something in the mail.